My name is Sam Powell, and I wanted to take a few minutes to share with you some of my thoughts concerning the racial injustices that have occurred in our country. I hope this will be helpful to all who hear me today. This has been an issue that's been heavy on my heart and on the hearts of, of many. Justice is the simplest, in its simplest form, means to set things right. It's been a long time since things have been set right in our country and in the world when it comes to social and racial justice. The video shooting of Ahmaud Arbery on March 5th was disturbing and reignited the wave of anger and distrust and disgust, especially among people of color in America. It is weighed heavy on the hearts of disciples of color in our churches and after Ahmad, Ahmad Aberi's death uh, we began to meet with some of our young leaders staff leaders in an effort to help them to process their feelings and to be an instrument to help others who were hurting as well Cynthia and I met with our campus staff initially with Maurice and Lauren Hooks, and then later with the Bakers and the Murdochs, trying to listen, trying to help people process things, trying to help them to get to a better place so they could be instruments that God could use to meet the needs of uh, their fellow students, of, of other young people. And though this incident was still a hot button, I felt we were making some progress. Then on Wednesday, May 27th, I saw George Floyd being suffocated right before my eyes on national TV by those who had sworn to, to serve and protect. It hurt my heart and my soul to, to the point of tears. I told Cynthia, I said, honey, I'm afraid this place is about to be set on fire as I could not believe what I was witnessing. I felt helpless. I felt evil was winning. I felt that all the things said about the injustices toward black men and a systemic effort to take them out with little to no regard for their lives, I felt this is all true. I had no defense for it. Uh, it was a dark day. In past encounters with the police, I, I believe, which I have had, I believe that if I kept my cool, if I was not in some unscrupulous place at some ungodly hour, and if I did not do or say anything stupid, that I was going to be safe and that everything was going to be okay. The George Floyd murder dispelled that theory because even though he was in handcuffs, subdued, he still died. Now what? How do I process this? How do I help other people to process, process it, especially disciples of color? How, how do I help them to deal with their grief? How do I help them to get to the other side of this? And so I want to take a few minutes to tell you how I go about processing things of this nature because... Uh, it, it's difficult, but uh, this is what I do. 
there are two things that I hold on to. Number one, God is just, the world is not. Number two, God has the answers, the world does not. And let me just talk for a few minutes about the fact that God is just. Because the only place I know to go, church, is to God. Second Thessalonians 1 verse 6 says, God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you and give relief to those who are troubled and to us as well. This will happen when Jesus is revealed from heaven in blazing fire with his powerful angels. He will punish those who do not know God and who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. God is just. It may not feel that way. It may not even seem that way. But I I have to hold on to God's impeccable character. That he is a perfect God. And that he never does wrong. Psalm 33 verse 5 says, The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. That God hates injustice. Isaiah 30 verse 18, Yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion. For the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. I I have to read that, meditate on that, and Allow that to penetrate my heart and my soul. Because in times like this, you wonder, is God just? Isaiah 61 verse 8. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and iniquity. In my faithfulness, I will reward them and make an everlasting covenant with them. God says he loves justice. Therefore, he despises injustice. Help me to hold on to that, Lord. Help me to to believe that. Help me to make that a part of of my, my heart, of my convictions. Romans 12, 19 says, Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, It is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. And and so I have to believe short time along that, that vengeance is the Lord and that He will repay. He will take care of things. In the moment, I confess, that's difficult. I call on God to intervene and to help me to find peace in the midst of the storm. I look at Jesus. Jesus hated injustice. When I read Matthew 23 and his confrontation with the Pharisees and teachers of the law, in Matthew 23, 23, Jesus says, Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You give a tenth of your spices, mill, mint, dill, and cumin, but you have neglected the most important matters of the law, justice, mercy, and faithfulness. You have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. You blind guys, you strain out a gnat, but swallow a camel, you hypocrites. Jesus was incensed with injustice. He loved the poor. He respected women and and treated them with dignity. He touched the lepers. He touched the untouchable. He was the friend of tax collectors and sinners and, and, and prostitutes. And he himself faced the greatest injustice. That's why I look to him. 
He, as the Bible says, is able to sympathize with my feelings of of dismay, my feelings of distrust, my feelings of anger, my feelings of hopelessness, my feelings of just, just utter despair. He's able to understand that he is near and he wants me to cast every anxiety upon him. This is where I have to go. Because if I go to that dark place, I know it will not give honor to God. And it won't give solutions. The world is not just or fair or impartial. There are some good people in the world, I believe. But if we're looking to society or the government to provide justice for all men, we will be sorely disappointed. Paul told Timothy, a young man in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, he says, But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. These are the last days. There are terrible times. He says, People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal. That's what we're seeing. Not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. That's the world. God is just. The world is not. We cannot look to the world to fix the injustices around us. Only God can give us the peace that we seek. And it may take time. It, it, it may take days. But we've got to stick with the Lord. We've got to remember Deuteronomy 32 Verse 4, where Moses says, he is the rock, his works are perfect, having a form of, his works are, are perfect, and all his ways are just, a faithful God, who does no wrong, upright and just is he. That's where I go. God is just, the world's not. Secondly, I go to the fact that God has the answers, the world does not. Integrating schools did not fix Racism. I grew up in that. Affirmative action did not fix racism and prejudice. Government laws cannot fix injustice and racism. Protests by concerned and noble citizens and may God protect them. And may their message be heard, but it will not fix racism. The world tries, but it fails. It does not have the power or the means to change the human heart. But God does. The world belongs to the God of this age. Satan is the real enemy. It is Satan who is kneeling on the necks of the world and squeezing the life out of them. And brothers and sisters, he wants to kneel on our necks and to squeeze the love out of us and to squeeze the hope out of us and to squeeze the faith out of us. And we've got to understand that the world will never have the answers. We've got to go to God for the answers. Jesus came to show us how to overcome the barriers that separate mankind. In Luke chapter 4, when Jesus opened that scroll, in verse 18, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has appointed, anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed. 
to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Jesus came to bring about justice. What's the answer? You're the answer. I'm the answer. The church of Jesus Christ is the answer. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Only the church can show the world what true justice and true love and true unity really is. The church that welcomes men and women of all nations. Races, backgrounds, languages, cultures. That's the answer. The church that accepts everyone and judges no one. We're far from perfect, I have to confess. And we got a long way to go. We need to make sure that we deal with every and any injustice within the church. But no other organism has the power to do what the church can do. Because the blood of Jesus has united us. As the Bible says in Ephesians 2 verse chapter 2 verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus you are once far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ, for he himself is our peace, who has made the two one, who has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law with his commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new man out of the two, thus making peace, and in this one body in this one church, in this one ecclesia, to, you, to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who are far away and peace to those who are near. For through him we both have access to the Father by the one Spirit. What is the answer? Where are we going to go? Where can we show people we're black and white and rich and poor? can walk hand in hand, truly be brothers and sisters and love one another deeply and from the heart. The world needs to see an example. It's got to be us. It's got to be the church. So I hold on to that hope. Jesus said in John 17, verse 20, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who believe in me through the message that all of them may be one Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me, have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, may they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Jesus came. To establish his church because he he believed that his church was the answer to racism and prejudice and bigotry and disunity and discord between men and women. That's where I go. I go daily to God praying for every region by name. Every leader by name. Every elder by name. Every staff member by name. Praying that they can lead us, they can lead our people to the promised land of a church of all nations that will be with God one day for all eternity.
My heart aches, my heart's broken as I see the injustices in our world. It is terrible. Where do I go? I go to the Lord God. You're the God of justice. Intervene. And God, help your church. Help us to show the world the way to being a people that can love and respect each other. That can show people what it means to really care and I pray that we can be that family, that we will listen to one another, that we will comfort one another, that we won't judge one another, but that we'll lift up each other's arms and help us to get through this and, and to get through the next crisis. May we put our trust and our hope in God who has the answers, and may we become the people, the light of the world that shows them that there is an answer. And it's in the Lord's church. God bless you. We're going to have some other people sharing and speaking today. And I pray your spirits will be uplifted. God be with us. Thank you all.